0: check this out sit down the lesson begins now we are live on the
1: mic the crowd favorite dj
0: deuce is in the building
1: how's it going i'm dj deuce and i'm here with a guest she sent me her resume. We're only gonna do part one today because her resume was so goddamn long. We're gonna talk about filmmaking. What was on your resume? let see, there's producing, writing, actress, and directing. Am I, am I right on that?
0: Yes, you are. Uh, just my name here. Oh,
1: sorry, we got another. That's what happens when you have too many things going on here. Yeah,
0: here we go. Yeah. Uh Hi, uh,
1: <laughs> Hey, so listen, your name.
0: Glazy sounds Blazy. like
1: Daisy I just remember because I, I I'm a, I'm a person that studies people I went on YouTube and I saw you doing a clip of uh the, when you're doing like the news reporter stuff and the way you're saying your your name so smooth and nice I was like oh no I might butcher this Glazy is that what it is?
0: Glazy that's
1: beautiful that's beautiful that's a beautiful name I love that
0: Glaze it sounds like Daisy. Uh not so crazy, not lazy at all. You know? <laughs> like your 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 guest from the past uh episode. She said she didn't like people to call her something that I'm not gonna oh, say. Oh yeah, I know.
1: I I'm I, oh, No, You is You know what? Great- I love her to death. She's a She's a healer, right? She's a spiritual healer. So what she does, she beats me up on the podcast and she heals me for the next time. (laughs) No, she's great though. She's great. But you know what? You were one of these people I found on the social media, which is, you know, one of the great things about social media, you get to see great people and great things. And I was like, you had such great energy. And I was like, I need to reach out to see if she's going to be willing to come to do my podcast. And you said yes. And I'm super excited. And you are, you know, you're part of the filmmaking industry, uh, which is great because I haven't had a chance to interview anybody in that field, which I'm super curious, you know, but before we get into there, can you tell me where were you born and raised?
0: Right. Yes. Uh, that's a long story. Um, <laughs> well, I was I born in Brazil uh, and was raised there until a certain point in my life, but I've been yeah. living in Canada most of my life now. Um And, uh, I mean, it was great, you know, living in, I mean, I live in a part of Brazil uh, called Natal. It's a city in the very corner, South American corner. Okay. So, right beside the beach, that's where Brazilians go for vacation. Nice sand beach, dunes, coconut trees, the whole shebang about paradise that you can think of. That's where I born. And I mean I grew up seeing all those tourists coming to my backyard pretty mm-hmm. much. <laughs> Believe in me, I I born right beside the beach pretty. Wow, much.
1: next time you need to go back home to visit.
0: Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> and then and then I'm like, "Oh, but it's such a beautiful place, but you know, if you don't work in tourism, that is really nothing else that you can do." Yeah. Um, you have the choice of moving to Sao Paulo, which is a ma- much bigger city. That's right. Or Rio, uh, which I wasn't very keen of because, I mean, big cities are nice, but they do have, you know, its own and offs about how safe it is, especially for a woman, you know, yeah. those kind of things. And I wasn't really keen of moving to those big centers in, um, in Brazil. So I ended up... Um, Going to Germany, I lived in Germany for about two years.
1: Nice.
0: Um, I was doing an au pair, and uh, I don't know if people know what au pair is. An au pair is pretty much a babysitter,
1: <laughs> okay? Okay,
0: so you move to a uh, family's home with kids, and then you yeah. look after their kids, and then you drop them off at school. And then after they go to school, you go to school to learn the language, oh, okay? Oh, so that works out, okay? Okay, yeah, you an exchange that's how we call yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you do the babysitting side and the things, right? So you get housing and food and uh, yada, yada, yada. So I learned German for about two years, which was not long enough because, you know, German language is pretty harsh. Um, and I can't remember any German anymore unless I go back there and I stay like for two weeks and then comes back. To yeah, me. that's right. That's right. But I mean, and dude, those were like such a rough moments in my life because it was the first time I was out of my parents' home. And how
1: old were you right around that time?
0: I was like 16. Okay, okay, okay. So I was pretty like young. Like yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's like have had no idea about the world at all whatsoever. Uh,
1: That's still but, brave though, I'll tell you that.
0: Oh my God, but I so wanted to get out because deep inside of me I had a feeling that... Even though I lived in just amazing, beautiful place, I didn't belong there. You know the feeling of belonging. Wow. I I had that feeling of belonging, and I knew my place was somewhere else. I just didn't know how to explain that, or to even where would that be? Like, okay, I am. I came from a family that's not rich, mm-hmm. and you know, that didn't have too much money. But I mean. They, they did help me out to get to Germany and whatnot. And then after I came back, I went back to Brazil. And then I ended up applying uh, for a visa to come to Canada to study English, which everybody was saying, dude, if you want to work uh, in the hotels in your hometown, which is very touristic in Brazil, Then you should, um, you know, do languages because you need to speak different languages and whatnot. I'm like, okay, yeah, maybe I should learn to speak English, you know, (laughs) because, you know, German is like, how many German tourists are going to come to your town?
1: I guess so, right? Like, yeah, yeah, I can see that.
0: And then, you know, and then I came um, and then I started, um, like, my English was like... um, my name is, you are, who is, she is, Apple, Windows, you know, <laughs> that was it.
1: So, so you're and, above average is what you're saying now.
0: So. Wow, man. <laughs> and then I was like, I learned a lot of English, a lot uh, from, you know, pop music. Uh, yeah, yeah. Out, yeah. That's
1: right. That's time. right.
0: And I was like, that kind of shit. And then you're like, oh my God. Okay, maybe I should get better at that. And then... Um, Ended up going to school and then ended up staying and ended up staying. And here I am, you know, a gazillion years later.
1: It's crazy. That's a crazy story. Cause I find like most people I have on here are like they 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 they're brave. I call it brave because I see myself at 16, they're like, you're going to another country and you're gonna, you know, work a bit and learn their language. I'd be like, I mm, know no, I'm not I can't do it. Like I can't. Like, so they hear like you at sixteen going all the way to Germany for a few years, learning a language. that's no offense to them; they're, it's super intimidating. You know what I mean? Like, you know, Spanish and French. You know what I mean? I, 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 my background's French. I could, I catch on to a few things when I'm listening. I'm like, oh, okay, I have an idea what they're saying. German? I have no idea what they're saying. None. That is that is the, the bravest thing I could hear. I'm telling you this right now.
0: So. I don't- and I mean, it was one of those things that you like, okay, what is the most extreme thing that I can do to get over, to get away from the boredom that <laughs> I am having is staying in this beautiful hometown, <laughs> you know, with all these coconut trees behind me and this beach. I'm like, how can I get away from that?
1: Did people I'm tell you like, you're crazy for doing that? Were people like saying that you're crazy for doing, making that move at the time?
0: Well, Seriously, I don't know anybody who actually have done that. I mean, now I got to meet those kind of people around here in Canada, in Vancouver, Brazilians as well, but not when they were back at 16 years old. (laughs) Not back in the time when I arrived here because the world was so different back then as well. And as a woman going out in this planet that is so let's say male oriented, Okay, you have to really have a lot of, uh, be very careful about who you mingle with. Uh, uh, otherwise you ended up in situations that are not cool at all for women. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. Uh, human trafficking, especially in Germany is very common Um And maybe I shouldn't say that. But anyways, (laughs) uh, you have to be very careful as a woman. That's what I'm trying to say. Oh, I
1: believe that. Yeah.
0: Very careful about this. And since I was so young back in time, I ended up having a lot of uh, uh, to learn those things on spot, you know, Mm -hmm. like I'm not getting to the situation because I'm not going there because And then in the end, you ended up realizing that you're not doing a lot of things because you're just so afraid, right? So afraid of, I don't know, being abducted and I don't know. You know what I mean? The thing is,
1: you know, being abducted, it's probably rare. It doesn't happen every day, but it does happen. And the fear is there. Yeah. Like it's there, you know what I mean? You're like, okay, cool. Why not happen today? But I don't want it to happen to me ever. Like so, Definitely. it is. It is implanted in you, absolutely.
0: And I mean, as a South American woman, because everybody um, that a lot of times, especially this um, older generation, when they see you, they're like, "Oh, is she a drug trafficker or a prostitute?" Because you know oh. you're Brazilian. Oh my God! You know you like you easy and whatnot, and you're like. I'm sorry, uh, can I be something else as well besides those two stereotypes, you know that's what I mean? It's crazy,
1: I know it's crazy.
0: And seriously, that's what I get all the time, is that, oh, you came here to do prostitution. Oh, you came here to do drug trafficking. I'm like, I'm sorry, can I do something else Well, to-? you can
1: blame your film industry for that. <laughs> oh
0: my God, let's talk about that, let's talk about that.
1: The film industry has made every Russian to be a villain, you know know what i mean everyone that's down south is selling cocaine or prostitution that's the film industry and they're like here you go educate yourself and it's not even true so it's crazy it's absolutely crazy
0: it's like no wonder when people see you on the street and that as soon as they hear an accent they're like the first question they ask is not your name even is where are you from wow And, and i mean i was like I'm sorry, should I check just as a good thing or a bad thing? I'm not really sure yet. I know people are curious and whatnot. But for me, because I have all this experience and background about being traumatized. Yeah, are they
1: judging you right away? Like
0: They're already judging me. I'm like, I'm sorry. Did you know what what I am about? Besides, we get to the point of where are you from? And then you judge me from that like i'm sorry let me tell you first who i am <laughs> How, you know uh and i'm a good person i think i'm yeah. I'm a good person you
1: but know that's the you know it's it's it, yeah because the, it's true the accent comes out i, I there was this, this this younger lady she was working at a at a, a pool hall they we were at and she had an accent and I, I was one of two places you know it wasn't the first thing i asked i must have seen her like a dozen times and then i go i leaned over i'm like i'm gonna ask you that question and she was like Australia. <laughs> it was <just> very easy. <laughs> <laughs> it was super simple. I'm like, okay, oh, my. you know who I am. You've seen me a dozen times. We, I mean, you know what I mean. Yeah, I'm, but I'm, I'm now I'm curious and yeah, so. Cause she must have got that like fifty times a night, right? So where are you from? Where tell are you from? me about so, it. It's exactly just
0: tiring, and I mean, think. I'm so glad that I'm not the only one who got those kind of questions. So
1: no, 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 no. Well, think about it. It's like being a, a, a seven foot basketball player. How tall are you? Like, there's always the obvious question. You know, it's like, who cares? There's more to people than the height or accent or where they're from. But humans are just—they're just—they're just interesting. Well, just, that's the nicest way I'm going to say interesting. You know? Yes. But. Yes. I want to get into it. What what got you into filmmaking? And you know the four things that I named, the acting and the producing, the directing and the writing. What what like what what was the first start? What like obviously you didn't do all four at once. Where where did you start first?
0: Oh man, that's another story. Um I mean I always had that seed planted in me deep inside that I wanted to be an actress. I always did and I always knew that, but I never really allowed myself to express that because I was Again, afraid that people would judge me because, oh my God, a Latina actor? Oh, she's a prostitute, you know? <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, I'm never going to talk about we this. Have, we not. have
1: a role for you, yeah, yeah. I'm going to
0: push <laughs> that crap just down and I'm going to just dip it, you know, and uh, hope for the best. Uh, but, I mean, uh, I went to school when I arrived in Canada to become an accountant. Think about it. What is the extreme of being an actor? An accountant. Love okay. It. That is nothing more extreme than that. And I pushed my, you know, my creativity down uh, to be, try to become a good accountant. And for seven years of my life, I was so stressed out. I was moving, temping in different kinds of industries in the, as the accounting um, um, departments. That's right. And then um, really just noticing how worst I was getting with my mental health, as I was doing it, spending a whole day looking at spreadsheets and whatnot, and uh, dealing with people's payroll and seeing all these discrepancies between female and male <laughs> salaries, just saying, you know, let's talk about that too. Uh, behind the scenes, because well, you, you write, I and mean, you sign your contract, yeah. and you can't talk about it, right? That's right but i could see that from behind the scenes and it's like so many industries oh yeah comparing resume with resume and seeing the differences in the salaries to me was just like oh my god i came from a freaking third world country where women are basically nothing but here i am in canada where uh you know we are like well-developed country and whatnot we still seeing this Let's of like, course
1: it's different but it's the same at the same crazy. time yes
0: i'm like i'm sorry no this is not right and i mean on the same time and like going back to my accounting stuff just like depressing the crap out of me because everybody around me hated their jobs too And I'm like, I hate this fucking job, but I need to pay my bills. I'm new here. I have no (laughs) money. She's definitely Canadian now, guys. (laughs) You know, like I have to pay my bills and like I have to have a roof over my head. I have to keep doing this. And as I was doing that, I ended up taking uh, broadcasting journalism as I was working full time. Like I don't know how I managed that. <laughs> Just days, I'm thinking, how did I manage to have a full time job and go to school at night? Like I don't know. Five days a week. Like how did you manage? Like you I don't know. No
1: I, I got it. I got it. I got it. It was you looking at these damn numbers, and being like, screw this is not happening to me. <laughs> you got motivated every day to go to school, 100. percent
0: Oh, my God, I was like eating my dinner at the train as I was going to school. And then wow. sometimes I would just go to sleep in class because I was just so tired. But I wanted to just try to see if I could just finally get, because I thought back in time that I could never act because, well, how many Latina women you see on TV that have an accent besides Salma Hayek? Uh, you know, and uh, what is that lady from Modern S-Sophia,
1: Family? Sophia. Um, she just just played in that amazing Netflix movie. I Rizalda. know, oh, I didn't, you know, what I'm not just talk just quick off topic of talking about her. I was like, Modern Family, good, beautiful girl. She kind of has that voice, you know, you're like, okay, cool. I give her so much credit after watching that netflix series of how great of an actress like now i'm like "Mm," but if i had one ounce of judging you before on your acting skills i take it back and i apologize she did an excellent job but you're right those are the two faces technically right now right you're right with the accent not jennifer lopez because jennifer lopez still doesn't have that accent she's from brooklyn yeah that bronx that's right she's from new york so she's still more american in certain ways but to have that accent you're absolutely right
0: yeah. So in, so in my mind, I'm like, OK, so what else can I do that is somewhat close to acting, but is not really acting? But, you know, it's also somewhat geeky because I'm a little bit of a geek, if I may say so myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, that is acceptable and that people will respect me and not think that I'm a prostitute. You know, people at all. You do it, you do you, I do me, you know. That's right. You do whatever you want to do, but it's just not for me, you know. Um, and then I was like, okay, maybe broadcasting journalism. So I sign up and then I did the course, and that's how the whole camera thing, the whole filming thing came about. Nice and Coming to the point where one of the teachers in my class said, oh, you have an accent. You're never going to make it. What? A teacher telling a student to just like, I'm sorry. You are wasting your time and your money here. Okay? Just get over. And I was just, at the moment, I'm like, she's telling me just because she's caring. She's caring because... She knows how hard it is for somebody with an accent to making this industry. If you turn in, um, I'm not going to say the names of the networks here, but how many people with accents do you hear, right? There are journalists, there are reporters on the street, very few, yeah. right? Yeah. Doesn't mean that cannot they cannot ask questions. Doesn't mean that they cannot investigate the situation that they are going to be interviewing people about it. Doesn't mean that you know they cannot do the job or talk, yeah, yeah. or be understood, it's just uh, unconscious, uh, perhaps, fear of the society and the networks that never broke that mm. unconscious bias. That's right, that's right. That they have of people speaking with accents. I just Let what, let's make that clear.
1: Me they personally, the accent for me if I had to pick three people and you came with the accent for me, it stands out for me. You know what I mean? It's like they, they want, they want like food with no, with no seasoning. You know what I mean? Everything's bland and the same as everything else. I, I, that's why when you tell me this, I have to take a step back and be like, Oh my God, she's real. You're right. You're absolutely right in this situation. But it blows my mind. Cause I'm like, how do they not see what could be? Or what could happen, you know? I and that's what drives me crazy. It, it, I just can't see how they don't see this is different. This could attract instead of flipping on the channel and seeing the same everywhere. It's annoying now. It's annoying.
0: I know. Like even people from um Newfies, dude, they have a different accent, and they are Canadians. Their accents are fabulous. That's right. Francophones. They mm-hmm. have their own accents. It's fabulous. Why can't we hear those accents? If you know, um, the on the networks, especially the ones that we pay for it, let's not call names here, but (laughs) we apart our taxes, right? Oh, yeah, go towards that specific network. That's right. We are seeing different faces these days, thankfully, but their voices are exactly the same. (laughs) It's true, exactly the same. They sound exactly the same, like uh, oh, an Americanized, I'm sorry, an Americanized uh, person. And I mean, that is nothing wrong with being an Americanized voice or accent. There is yeah. nothing wrong with that. What I think we should think about is um, how about mixing up, you know? Mm, yeah. Because if you go to any major city in this planet that yeah. we are So bad. (laughs) (laughs) Different accents. Yeah. Every
1: day. Every day. Everywhere I go. Yes.
0: In fact, if your network is supposed to be the reflection of what the population is, Canadian. Mm. That's what it is on the Charter Rights. Canadian Charter Rights. People read that. Okay. I know it's not a fun read, but we gotta read that stuff to know what our rights are. I had to read it because I was so bothered by it. Yeah. Right? Um, Canadian Charter Rights, your network, specifically the one that you pay as mm-hmm. a taxpayer, Canadian taxpayer, supposed to reflect what Canadian population is. That's right. So when you tune in on that specific network, do you hear that? Do you see that? know no. what I mean? No. And I mean, I, and I'm not criticizing. I'm just trying to... Uh, Call off attention to that fact that nobody seems to be watching, you know, and I really want to be wrong about this. I really do.
1: No, I know what you mean. No.
0: But it's just not the way how things are. People's experiences uh that like with that kind of accent uh are not being the same.
1: Mm-hmm. You know? No, I agree. I totally uh, agree.
0: But sorry, I went completely off. No, no, I
1: love it. Trust me, <laughs> I
0: love and, it. And uh, going back to it, you said that you want to know how it got into. The yeah,
1: industry. yeah. And it, 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 where was the first, the first start? Where, where was it? Writing, directing, acting.
0: Oh, jeez, that was like you have no idea. <laughs> uh, get ready for a
1: surprise.
0: <laughs> um, I was actually uh, after I, I got in a lot of depression because of doing uh, accounting for so long. Seriously, I got to a point in my life where I was so down, so depressed that I thought I was like, "Okay, you know what? I'm just going to jump off this balcony. I'm not kidding you. It was the lowest point in my life. And I'm like, "Okay," because the more the thing about um, finance industry is that the more that you stay in your salary increases and you get to certain positions and then you get to that office with the view and blah, blah, blah. And the longer that you stay, the higher you climb on that ladder. And then mm-hmm. you get hooked to that, to that lifestyle of not eating fresh tuna, but you know, or tuna in a can and, and you eating actually fresh tuna. That's you know? right.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's lifestyle. And then you like, okay how I'm going to get away from this, you know, now that I'm hooked to this. So, and I'm like, you know what, I need to, when I got to the point of thinking, jumping out of that balcony, I'm like, okay, I need to get out. I need to get out. And that's it. So I just got out. And yeah. um, I was on EI for, I think, a couple months. And then I was looking for other jobs. And what to do in between that moment so I could you know survive yeah, of course. <laughs> and Stop then that. and then I saw just add on Craigslist of all things, you know, Craigslist.
1: We um, were just talking about prostitution and now you mention Craigslist? <laughs> Come on.
0: <laughs> Full circle. Um, <laughs> So then I saw just Adam Craigslist looking for Latinos who want to uh, play as a background actor in this uh, show that they had, which I can't remember the name anymore because it was so long ago. Okay. And then they were like, oh, you uh, uh, has to be Latino, you know, because they were doing this scene uh, in Latin America somewhere. Okay. okay. So I'm like, okay, sure, I will apply for this, you know. It's like, yeah, the pay is not really great, but you know, I'm gonna do this until I find another job. Yeah. So and then I'm like, okay, I got booked, then I got to set, and then I had no idea what to do. No idea. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. I'm just gonna show up and whatever. So I got there and then I met all just like amazing people down to earth people who are like grounded and they were like, oh my God, how are you? I never saw you, welcome, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, wow, where oh. was I missing all this crowd? <laughs> like, wow. not my people, just yeah, people, yeah. my people, you know? And I'm like, finally, because the energy, the creative energy is such a, a strong pull." That's right. You feel right away. It's just like a match, you mm-hmm. know, that like you've been looking for that match so long in your life and all you could see was accountants. <laughs> and I mean, <laughs> I don't think it's accountants at all, people. If you like it, you know, go for it. Mwah! For you. But it was just not my jam. Yeah. And then I finally saw that. I'm like, wow, okay. And then people were asking me, oh how did you come about i'm like oh i saw this adam craig's list and whatnot do you have an agent and i'm like no do i
1: need anything? <laughs> you're like uh no
0: and i'm like yeah why do i need an agent oh you know they're gonna book you for my stuff and blah 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 i'm like okay how much do we need to pay them i had no idea about anything but yeah of course not i from there that's when i started to actually work on sets and um Seeing how the whole behind the scenes thing works. That's
1: so cool. Which is,
0: I school by itself. So you're getting paid to go to school. That was my thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that I'm here, but I'm taking notes of what I'm going to do. So I was there on set every day, uh, as I was told, did everything that I was told uh, that is legal. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then, you know you will meet every person from every background possible as background actors you would see the lawyers that were on vacation you would see the doctors that were on a leave you would see the real estate agents that decided to take a break from work no you will find way. everybody that you need no way on right there at your reach you know so just cool. like that and just people were just so open and so amazing, and they were just like, "How can we help you? How can we do things for you?" And we're like, "Wow! Tell me more about real estate." You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. And when you would go to set, you would notice how the cameraman would position himself, how would the light guy would position himself, would put his, light, his lights, how yep. the director would be calling off. Um, the first ad and whatnot and you're like you would see all this magic going around you and you're like ha this is how is it done okay Okay.
1: i I, I got a side question for you now that you've seen this behind the scenes do you ever watch a show and you criticize that you would have done it different
0: absolutely all the time that's the thing it screws up for you big time
1: yes as a dj same problem same problem why are they mixing this? Why is the song being played now? Why is the speakers pointed that way? But I love I love big, big, big events, right? I used to do everything myself. I used to build all the lights and all the things myself, right? I'd have a help one helper, but I love going to these concerts and these events. And I I believe it or not, I want to go before they get there to watch them construct it. Because I'm like, how the hell did he do that so quick? Or how long is it going to take him to take it down? That's the way I look at things because I know how long it takes me, right? So I'm like, I see these big giant sets. I'm always like, I'm so curious. Where the average person is not thinking that. <laughs> because they're, they're not behind the scenes on, on anything. But you're right. It does ruin some experiences of certain things. That's why I had to ask you. Watching a show, you're like, Jesus, well, what is he doing there? What are they doing? No, I, I think it would have too. If I was behind the scenes, it would ruin some shows for me for sure. yeah
0: and i mean you see every single uh editing mistake as well that's the problem and i'm not saying that i'm a good editor myself because i had to edit my own films as well because well when you don't have cash you have to do yourself
1: right yeah
0: so um and you see all just editing mistakes and it like Oh my God! These people have so much money. How can <laughs> they didn't fix this thing? It's like, oh my God, what is wrong? And then you see your background uh, actor friends that you just uh, you worked a couple years back or many years back, and then you like, oh look, this is my friend um, yeah. Anthony. You know? Do Anthony, they
1: believe you though? Do they? Do people believe? Because I have two friends that made it really, really big that no. I don't tell people. That they're my friends because i sound like that guy right right
0: <laughs> i'm I mean, like
1: i'm like nah uh never mind i'm like i'm not gonna tell them <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to be that guy
0: <laughs> yeah no i mean i do meet a lot of i, I know some people that became famous uh that you know they have steady jobs which is very weird yeah uh especially in Van- from vancouver that is uh, but i mean i i have to get a shout out to my friend anthony because he was the first person that I met on set and he was the one who pretty much guided me through my first day and he was like i think you need an agent you know
1: <laughs> you mentioned agent a few times what what consists what is how do you get a talent agent what oh, do they wow. do oh my god how, are they bullshitting you are they oh, robbing my you
0: god, are you kidding me like i have, <laughs> I have not assumptions of- But I don't know. (laughs) As a BIPOC person, you know what BIPOC means, do you? Yes. Okay, so yes. Um, so as a BIPOC actor uh, in Vancouver, BC, who people talk about, oh my God, this is like the film industry uh, place to be after LA and blah blah blah. Yes, if you are crew, okay. Vancouver is um, a factory. We factor um, films. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And other things. But we never create things.
1: No, people usually come Yeah. Yes, that's right.
0: We are pretty much just a factory. Yeah. We are not creators. We are not the faces that you want to see majority of the times on you know on your screen. That's not the case. And then a lot of people get that mixed up. And then I know that some actors that comes from Australia, from the UK, sometimes they come to, to Vancouver with that expectation. Yeah. And then I'm like, I'm sorry, it's not really like that. So, but I mean, going back to your question regarding um, the uh, talent agents, I mean, it's the hardest thing, especially if you are a BIPOC actor, because because of the industry itself, had that... Um, unconscious biases Mm -hmm. right? that we talked about it before uh about actors with different accents from different backgrounds different skin colors yeah oh yeah about it too much (laughs) Um, (laughs)
1: um,
0: they have that unconscious bias okay uh um the talent agents have the same thing going for them oh
1: my god
0: they put you in a pile as a Latin- this is the Latina pile here. And uh, here is the white people pile. Oh. And I mean I have nothing against anybody people for no reason at all whatsoever. Everybody's cool, you should do you and I do me. But what we are talking about here, it's how the industry is still behaving for since the beginning of times. Uh, A standard white actor can play a Latina, but a Latina cannot play a white person.
1: Yes, that's right.
0: And then, okay, but you have an accent. Uh, Well, maybe, just maybe, as a person who writes, as a person who is a filmmaker who won awards, thank you very much, I can tell you that if you offer a role that specifically says she has to be uh, five foot six, and has to have brown hair, you send everybody that you have in your roster that is five foot six and has a brown hair It's not just the white pile. Oh. oh my God. Really? Okay? Because as an, as a business person, because I'm a producer as well. I had to be okay. I'm a producer as well as a, as a business person, you will be increasing your probability of making cash. The more people you offer to uh, the casting directors, the right? will make some money. Yeah. The more possibilities you have of earning your cash, dude. Hmm. Like you're losing opportunity here. Okay, business one on one. You're losing the opportunity of making cash. Maybe that casting director is expecting the same old age, white people, five foot six, brown hair. Yeah that they saw a gazillion
1: times. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then you suddenly present Latina lady, five six, yeah. brown hair, and have an accent. Oh, my God. Okay, let's pay attention to that. Yeah. We can act, too. We That's have right. accents, but we can act, too. Right? I mean, and if you hear, uh, let's say, I'm not saying that I'm Sandra Bullock. I wish I was, but I mean, no, <laughs> I, I'm very good with myself. Thank you, Sandra Bullock. But I mean... Um, Sandra Bullock was able to convince a uh, 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 producer and a casting director to do the main uh, character in a film that she did. That is on Netflix. That I can't recall the name right now. Okay. That that role is supposed to be of a dude, a guy, supposed to be playing. Oh that. wow! Okay. She convinced them to be the main lead of that. Nice. And, I mean, if you are, if you're talented. Dude, yeah, an accent will be even more interesting because you're going to be playing that role and you're going to give that extra oomph.
1: Yeah, 100%.
0: Right? Yeah. And I mean, and I say that uh, not just as an actor myself, but as a producer, as a filmmaker, mm-hmm. as a person who knows what's going on behind the scenes, as a writer, right? Yeah. So, really. Uh, talent agents need to get this stuff together, move they need to know. 2024. Yes, exactly. That is just so 1980s, it's exactly. Like, oh, sorry. You need to move on, you know. Um, there is a whole world and a whole new concept and stories that needs to be told that has not even been tapped yet because I know. we still hold on to that mindset of 1956 that only white people can play those roles. Mm -hmm. Even stories that, you know, let's say it's somebody in the middle of uh, US where they have like those kind of different accents. Okay, I'm just gonna, you know, hire that person who is like white because that's what people there look like, white, they have that accent and whatnot. But if you put like a person who has the same definitions that they were Mm -hmm. looking for, that can do that role, can play that role with an accent. It's gonna be way more interesting. Yeah. Imagine that a person that is the middle of the US, that is somewhere nowhere, that has an accent, that is playing that lead role. Like whoa, yeah, okay, yeah. let's yeah. that. It is all about audience, really, and like people are not thinking about this. They're just continue doing the same. Um, old age, and I hate to say use that word old, but I mean that mindset that is just—it's
1: exactly so what it is.
0: Though, i I'm like, I'm sorry, the world has moved on. Well, I, you know? but there,
1: there's some actors uh, that like you know um, from with the English accent from Eng- you know, from 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 the UK, and they get them to have an American accent, and I'm like, not only that, you got to act, you have to flip your voice at the same time, and I'm like. I think he would have been cool with his, just his normal voice. With that character would have just been thicker. It would have been that's just my opinion.
0: Because when I heard them talk that. in an
1: interview, I was like, wow. I I was in shock. So so they even try to twist them into like changing your voice. That's that's insane.
0: Dude, like and they do bully you, talent mm-hmm. agents. Some talent agents they bully you to, oh, you do need to have an accent coach. You do oh. need to dye your hair that specific color. You cannot use that tape that you play that role with your friend uh, on that movie that he made because that's not a uh, production. And you like, they bully you into the yeah. box that You can barely move, you can barely breathe, you can barely be yourself. It really kills your creative juices of actually applying to acting. You feel like you are in just jail that you cannot even open your mouth to that's talk right. because he yeah. has an accent, mm-hmm. and like, oh my God, don't have an accent, oh my God, that's the end of the world, <laughs> kill ourselves and that's it. I'm like, I'm sorry, we exist, world, <laughs> exactly. Deal with it, okay, I'm not gonna cut my accent or my arm. It's kind of no. Like- you born with an arm and then they tell you now you have to cut it because we don't like your arm. <laughs> I'm sorry. No. Okay. Deal with it. Okay. That's all what I have to say about this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Guys, she let it off the chest there. She came out. Today. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: all right. So you you you're working some background stuff, you get on set, you find this place on Craigslist. But do you remember the first project you ever worked on?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, as like a lead kind of thing.
1: Like your project. It's your project.
0: project. Your project. Right. Yes. I mean, it was in the middle of COVID. I was like bored to death. And uh, I was like, okay, everybody's in home. Nobody can get out. They can't get a job. Um then i decided to just do my own stuff i have all just a script that i wrote many years back but i never really got to the point of actually doing anything because i was working in the industry as a pa and um you you just like put your projects on the side then you just work nine to five not nine to five sorry (laughs) five days a week 15 hours a day every day And you're like, oh my God, you have no time for anything else, right? You get no life and uh, you barely just trying to survive. But I mean, um, I had all those scripts that I wrote and then finally I had the time to do it. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna do this. And um, I was like, okay, when I got to the point of actually putting together um, like, and ask uh, my friends for their equipment because I had no equipment. Yeah. detail um i ended up hearing stories and that um um broadcasting background came about you know okay Um, i ended up hearing stories of uh especially youth in the west end side of vancouver committing suicide because they were not allowed to have pets in the building you know Oh wow okay and then i was like i'm sorry what then i started to investigate and see what that was about and then um doing you know covid a lot of people who live in the west end they live alone they live by themselves and they mm-hmm. were just living that complete solitude That's and true. all that they wanted was to have a pet dude a pet
1: yeah you know they
0: wanted, and they couldn't because the bylaws of the building Oh, the city that didn't allow them to have pets. And then I I got so pissed. I got pissed off about it because I was like, we are killing, we are allowing youth to kill themselves because we don't allow them to have pets. And we spend all this money in dealing with mental health crisis instead of trying to minimize the impact of mental health Yeah, in just... Small way of yes, just yeah, yeah. people to have pets. That it might not solve the whole problem. But for some people might do, right? That's right. Um, I got so pissed and ended up doing two films. I'm like, wow. okay, I'm gonna film about this, forget about my scripts. <laughs>
1: good for you though that's awesome and then
0: i just got pissed i did because i was pissed off about the situation okay i think
1: being pissed is the best motivation sometimes
0: (laughs) and then especially for a latina okay (laughs) you
1: women are beautiful but i'm scared of you girls
0: (laughs) oh man forget about i would just Mm. got pissed off and then i did this and i was like okay so i did my first film which was uh it's called Pets plus mental health that is a short film and that has been to many film festivals around the world um, and has been nominated I don't know how many times but so many times that I even lost count <laughs> but how, how do you <laughs> get how do you, how do you
1: how do you get that process it from to, from from your hands to a nomination how do you how does that, how does that process work
0: well uh, that is a lot of uh, you got to be uh, Put your own investigator hat on the whole okay, time. Okay.
1: Okay. Yeah. So you're digging, and yeah. Okay.
0: You're digging different kinds of uh, film festivals that you think that your uh, story, your film, will be applied there specifically, because they have many different kinds of uh, film festivals, right? There are specifics for horror, specifics for drama, blah, blah, blah. Okay,
1: okay, okay. You have
0: to really research on Mm -hmm. and see which film festival would fit well with your film. And in my case, because it was a fiction film, because I didn't do uh, the first film, was a fiction film um, about just depressed young woman, who uh, during COVID uh, was thinking, of killing herself. Wow. And then uh, she ended up uh, being able to adopt a pet. Um, and um, it's just, it was, it, I think, I cannot say, because my baby, my film is my baby, you know? Of course, of course. I, I think it was a great film because it's very moving uh, I think, you know, uh, and film festivals also did.
1: There uh, you go. <laughs> so you weren't crazy. Would, <laughs> I guess
0: they would not. Uh, they, it was a movie. Uh, and um, yeah, so it was just finding that a specific film festival that will check in your film festival. And because usually if, if you are first time um, filmmaker, yeah, I would you do you okay you don't do anybody else you do you you do your stories you do what moves you what you are passionate about it because nice. only you are going to be able to tell that story from your lenses nobody else is going to be that's right it. so and with that in mind think about what exactly is that you want to be heading forward because in my case always what i wanted to do was to be an actor I always wanted to be an actor. That seed of acting always stayed right there. And because I was never able to get acting jobs, the acting jobs that I wanted to get, yep. uh, because the accent, because of the biases, because of blah, 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 blah. Um, I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna sit here and expect somebody to give me a job. I'm gonna create my own job. Nice, Thank you.
1: nice, good for you.
0: So then that's how I ended up doing um, you know, making my films. So um, pets and mental health, I produced, I direct, I wrote, uh, I edited and I acted on it. I don't know how I did that all in once, but <laughs> out of desperation, really. Um and um I I advise people to usually go for short films, you start with short,
1: yeah, short yeah, yeah, for
0: sure. And tap on And see if that's your, what is that you like about it, if you like to direct, or if you like to, I don't know, edit, or if you like to act, you know, tap on it, see, because with a short film, usually film festivals, majority of them, they do accept films that are of short, short nature, right? Mm -hmm. And which is a window over there. And you have to pretty much try to stay in that window. Okay. you can never really go over, let's say, 15 minutes long, I would mm-hmm. say, you know, to be called um, a short, depending on the film festival. So make sure that you They read have
1: their them. own like criteria, right? Okay. right.
0: Make sure you read their criteria uh, to really know how long you want to do this film for. Interesting, it, okay. Right? And in my case, I decided to do one minute. How can you break a story- that is about depression, that is about suicide, that is about pets.
1: So you about- did that in one, minute. in one minute? In one minute. Shorter than a music video.
0: Thank you, wow. I, sorry. Wow. <laughs> I, I don't know how I did it, but in my mind, I just thought that was, what is the, the fastest way that I can call the attention to this issue that we have in our town, in our hometown, Yeah. Um, to people to start to ask our government to fix that. Because our st- attention span is so short these days. Oh right?
1: my God, yes. So I'm like,
0: okay, I'm gonna do a one minute thing. All what I want is to call attention to this problem. That's all what I want. I don't yeah. want anything else. If I can call attention to this problem, to me is already a winning. Uh, it's already a winner. Weird, yes. And then um, I ended up like, oh, okay, I can actually apply for film festivals with that. Okay, then I would do that. And that's how I ended up getting nominations because the film festivals that I was applying for with Pets and Mental Health were minute-long film festivals, right? So make sure you do that. You do your homework on that. And then I ended up doing also a short documentary uh, called Pet Unfriendly Cities. I saw that, yeah. Before. And uh, that was pretty much to have a discussion about uh, what are the laws and the rules that are avoiding us to have pets. I think it's an important issue myself anyways. Um, and I really was able to deep dive deep down, not very deep because it's only seven minutes long. Okay. But as I said, these days we have such a short I think I'm like, okay, maybe I should do this thing short. How I'm going to pass this message here in seven minutes, interviewing experts on the subject, right? So I interview a professor out of um, a university, which I can't recall right now, out of the UK, okay. who is a specialist and being studying about the interaction between humans and pets and how that is uh, related to mental health, right? And with that, I was able to interview also um, a lawyer, an animal lawyer.
1: Oh, uh, an animal lawyer?
0: An animal lawyer. That is such a thing in Canada. And so she's what, an expert.
1: So what's an animal lawyer to be exact? Is that like my dog bit your dog type of thing? What type <laughs> of lawyer?
0: <laughs> no, I mean, she deals with cases like this. of oh, okay, okay, OK, 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 OK. And then they're kicked out of their building because they have pets. Or, um, somebody ended up buying a horse from a farm, and then the horse that was sent to the other farm was not the horse that they ordered.
1: (laughs) I guess that happens, you're right, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I I, to me was fascinating because I never heard about that exactly.
1: No, this is the first for me, yeah,
0: woman. she's she's a, she's amazing and she can talk about the subject like with so much detail because she has so much experience on it um, And I mean people I also interviewed this uh, senior um, dude who has a pet and that's his only only companion and he's like oh, Such a heartbreaking story, but I don't want to tell because, you know, otherwise people will not watch later. (laughs) But but I mean, I was like, wow. And then you put all those stories together, you know, and then you tell the other side of the story as well because... I'm a journalist in the end, you know, behind the scenes that is all just background in The, broadcasting. Bo- the so one woman us-
1: shop here. She does the yeah. journalist. She puts it all together. Uh, no, she directs it. Out. She's a part of it. That's get crazy.
0: got us do it all. Because to me, it was, it, to me, it's just out of necessity, friend. I don't have uh, funding uh, yeah. to be able to do all that stuff. So I have to do it myself. I cannot pay people to do those things. So you okay. have to work. I got a question
1: to- on a personal tip. Even if you had the money... Do you trust others to touch your projects? Ouch. I have a a problem delegating my work to someone else. I have a, I'm always like, I forget, I'll do it. I I, I don't know what it is. It's bad. I I
0: hear you. I hear you big time. I mean, I think creatives like you and me, you know, we do have that issue of letting things go, you know? Um, I do. I'm not going to lie. I do have hard times to uh, let other people direct or let other people edit. Yeah. Because I had something, a picture in my mind. So specific. Exactly. That
1: exactly. I was
0: like, that is nobody in this whole goddamn planet. That is <laughs> exactly. In my head right now. So no. But. Sometimes when you have a big budget, mm-hmm. you have to allow other people to take over because you can be an expert in just so many things. True.
1: Very you true. You
0: can experts in everything. No,
1: nope, no. Nope. I couldn't agree with you more. You're right. You're absolutely right in that.
0: I would love to have a producer to produce all these scripts that I okay, wrote. Okay. That's,
1: I got a question for that. For the people that don't know me, um, what's the biggest difference between a producer and a director?
0: Oh wow! Okay, a producer is the organizer. Is the one that's gonna go door to door to ask for funding.
1: Okay, okay, okay.
0: He is the person that the the director's boss.
1: Oh, okay, 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 okay. So
0: he's the one who is gonna hire the director. He's gonna he's gonna choose a director. Let's start with that. He's okay. gonna be like, okay, I have all this cash now. I have a script, which I have to call attention to the writing side of things as well, uh, if I may say so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. We need writers. If there are no writers, there is no production. There are no films. There are no. Well, we saw that tracks. with the writer strike, right? Everything starts with a writer. Mm-hmm. People, if you're thinking in doing films, start with that. Writing. Is the beginning? Is the middle? Is the end? You gotta get, to get a good writer. If you don't have a good writer, if you don't get, if you don't have good writing, yeah. um, you have like good cinematography. But yeah. that doesn't no, matter. Yeah. Yeah, there is no death to it, That's so right. people gonna watch that just and then they're like, ah, oh, forget <laughs> about it. <But laughs> if you have good writing, maybe your cinematographer doesn't need to be all that good maybe uh you don't need to worry too much about the special effect
1: true
0: focus on the writing okay this is your beginning go find yourself a good writer or write yourself a good script but make sure it's nice and catchy and really mm, good to go you know um and um so here is the producer. I'm like, okay, I got this amazing script from Glazy. Oh my god, she writes amazing <laughs> shit. And
1: that's yeah. where it starts. Okay, okay, yeah.
0: At her, then he's gonna be like, director. Who will be a good director to, you know, go and um, direct this production? Right? That, yes, yeah. And then he's going to think about, you know, a roster of different kinds of directors and. Think about how much money he has to pay this dude or hopefully it will be a woman.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. More
0: <laughs> female directors, please. And female yeah. writers, please, as well, because what we see on TV right now, it's only one point of view, which is a male point oh, of big view. Time. I just I- wanted to say that. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, we are not tapping on females' point of views about things, about the world outside. No. Really, we are not. It's so desperately needed. Because everything that we see, it's exactly the same.
1: Oh, for so, years. It's been years.
0: Joel met Joanne and then, the <laughs> kids, and then they go have sex. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Uh, that's not reality. That's not how the world works. And, that's not what it's be. and then people think that's what it is in real life. But it's, it's so true. It's so bad. I know. And I'm like, I'm sorry. This is a male. Because we see, we females. We do. So when we watch stuff like, oh, that was a man who wrote the ship. Oh, like, oh, I can see that.
1: No, I can see what you're saying. It makes oh, sense. Oh, my
0: God. So anyway, we need female writers. I'm just trying to say this. Um, and female directors as well, because she's going to be the view. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's going to be the eyes of what audiences are going to see. She's going to be the one that's going to, the lenses are going to be pointed that way because that way, the actor would look more like She's more sad. She's happier. She's depressed. Yeah. Um, So the eyes. So that's what the director do. And he's the one in command. He commands everybody on set. I always
1: knew what the director, yeah, he's the one, you know, make sure place cameras and stuff. But I was always like, and I always hear like, oh, producer, producer. And I'm like, well, if he's directing everyone in in every place, what the hell is this human being over here do? And why does a producer never get as much of a shout out than the director?
0: I agree. I totally agree with you. I think it's such a over, uh, oversight. Yes. Uh, and I mean, people give too much credit to actors, and I hate to say this because I'm an actor myself. And like, oh, <laughs> the actors are watching this right now, they're gonna be like, "What the heck is she saying?" But, dude, it is it is what I love the most to do. It's in my essence. It is in my DNA, and I can't deny that. I can't deny that acting is my thing. Okay, it's my jam that's what i want to do okay and but if you see what goes on behind the scenes the amount of creativity the amount of hard work the amount of sweat and tears that goes it's stunning to me that actors are the only ones who are right there getting an oscar Getting an Emmy and I'm not saying that others don't get they do get but they don't get as much credit
1: the, the credit exactly
0: They don't get as much exposition well, As actors and it's unfair. It isn't fair.
1: I, I noticed growing up. Okay, I, this is where I'm gonna give writers some I'll, I'll, You'll see um, you know funny scenes with this comedian or with a with an actor and it's hilarious. The best movie, you know, you'd laugh, your stomach hurts. And then this guy has an ego to become a stand-up comedian because of a movie he did, because he's funny in this movie. And his stand-up stinks. So then you know that the writer that wrote that movie made him funny. Don't get me wrong, he acted the parts. But those jokes and the timing and everything with the director and the writer made this character great. This guy made it, you know, he acted well. But when he went by himself to a stand-up, I was like, huh. Could that writer rewrite his jokes? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's like, now, like, we've talked about it behind the scenes. We're backstage talking about, you know, as a stand-up, you're there by yourself. People will let you know right away, right? In a movie, there's a there's a collective group, but there's only one star, and you're right. That actor gets too much credit. That's crazy.
0: Yeah. I mean... um, a writer can can only do so much, really, um, especially comedic writers. And I, I would love to be able to write comedy, but I think because <laughs> uh, I, as a writer, I usually just go straight to the drama and stuff. I don't know why. I wish that it's, I knew it's how to write comedy. natural for you, right? Yeah. I don't. But I mean, I did a stand-up comedy before. Um, and uh, people say that I'm funny, you know, like, just saying, I was like, you know, they're like, Oh dude, you're funny. Okay. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate."
1: <laughs> Thanks. It. I, mean,
0: I can't write comedy. I don't know why. Uh, but that is so much that a, a, a comedy writer can do really. He or she can write the best jokes, best scenes to make that actor funny. But, that is one thing called comedy timing, right? If you study stand-up comedy, you know that there is a timing over there, that is mm-hmm. a pace as you are delivering that joke, as you're delivering that line that you have yep. to have. And it doesn't mean that everybody can do. every. I I am a truly believer that human beings can do anything. Mm-hmm. Anything. It's just—is your heart?
1: It's your heart has to be into it, I guess, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: And you have to be willing to work hard for it.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. You
0: have to be willing to polish that thing that you want to do, and I. There are very few human beings in this planet that born knowing how to do this or that, or how to be an expert on this and that. Mm -hmm. Very few of us. The rest of us learn. We learn. Yeah. we learn and i think we have the capacity as human beings our brain capacities are amazing we can do it if you want to be a filmmaker stand-up comedy whatever it is that you yep. want to you can do it okay uh, I, I, believe you. I believe in you you can do it
1: you just need it's, it's work it's work it's repetition it's uh don't even you and I talked backstage about you're like when I was telling you about uh, the show that you're on, we'll talk about it a little, little later. You're, you're giving your feedback. You know what I mean? And that's the thing. If you're not willing to take any feedback to grow, it's never going to work. If you're never going to watch yourself and criticize yourself, it's like, I've done it on this podcast. I used to download it, re-listen to it and be like, Oh my God, that was terrible. Oh <laughs> God, what the hell's wrong with me. <laughs> Catching on, right? This, 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 you know, giving this, you, I have to criticize myself. And I'll ask a good a few friends of mine, close friends of mine, hey, what'd you think about this? Give me the give me your feedback. We need to grow. If not, we're still gonna be doing the exact same thing with the exact same mistakes, no growth, nothing changes. Then you don't put the work into it, right?
0: I but, think you're fantastic. I think you do a great job.
1: I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. It's been uh yeah, no, it's time and work. Uh criticize yourself. Uh do a bit of research, always do research on whoever you're you're interviewing. You know what I mean? I want to hear more details on what you're doing, but I also need to, I want to know, you know, who I'm I don't want to be like, oh, I just picked you out of the blue. No, 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 no. I saw your stuff on social media. Then I reached out. You know what I mean? And then I digged in some more. So that's, I do, I do my homework. Even though this podcast can go for an hour, hour and a half, whatever the case may be, there's more work before and after when the show's done, right? Sometimes people are like, podcasts, I'm like, yeah, but you still need to come up with the questions, you still need to make sense, you still need to be engaged with your, with your, uh, you know, the person you're interviewing, with the audience. So I've seen people do six, seven podcasts. Wow. And I'm like, okay, we might, some of us might make it look easy, trust me, it's not. <laughs> it's absolutely not. It's it's not. There's work. There's stuff in the background that needs to get done. There properly. Uh the the graphic designing needs to be done. Uh I rather go live. Some people rather edit. When you, and you know about editing, it's you're done recording. It's edit time. Now there's there's a few days in, in, into that after that. So it's you know. But I I enjoy doing it. It keeps me engaged in it. You know, it makes me grow, and I love meeting people. That's why I do it. Right. So I I love I love doing what I do.
0: Oh but well, we do so, a. Jack- Job.
1: thank you so much it means a lot to me you so do. in t- in 2022 you won some awards which awards which for which projects were they and how did that feel winning that
0: well it was for patent friendly cities vancouver so that was the documentary the seven minute documentary yeah um it was um it was for a festival in toronto which um i have to say this too <laughs> it's like vancouver i guess we not very king of uh <laughs> <laughs> That's why I never win anything in Vancouver. I'm like, oh, hello. Oh, it's
1: her I again.
0: <laughs> now can she, can my show get to your festival? Like, no, you can't. Sending
1: you emails. Life. Can you can, can you please move?
0: <laughs> yeah, no. So I was able to be nominated and win awards in film festivals everywhere in this world. That was like I was in a film festival in in South Korea. Dude, South, wow. South Korea? Wow. And I mean, I got nominated there. I didn't win anything. But I mean, still, in the industry, when you are nominated, it, it is considered it's, as a winner. Right. Because right. I mean, how many other films were you competing with, you know? Yeah, you're at the top of your and, peers, yeah. Exactly. And I mean, for new filmmakers as well, here's a good tip for you if you are to, you know, get into that kind of stuff. Go to small film festivals. Don't go to big ones. Go to small ones because the small ones, they are way more willing to accept your stuff as a new filmmaker than a big one, you know. And also because that way you will not be burning your your, um, marketing cash too fast, (laughs) you know. So, and I mean, when you go to smaller film festivals, which was the case of this uh, South Korea Film Festival, was called Mountain Village, and then the name of the city, which I can't pronounce.
1: <laughs> oh you sound like oh. me. I can't pronounce anything, nor anybody. When I was
0: in Korea, I'm like, <laughs> dude, I'm not even gonna try. So, um, and uh, they they had so many people, so many other films. Because I mean, when you're a smaller film festival, and you cannot really charge that much to submit um, uh, films right. in there. Um, you will have more competition. So oh, meaning you're so. fighting against more people, more wow. projects.
1: I didn't even think so, about that. Yep.
0: Hence the reason why uh, you be starting smaller film festivals, because you're testing the waters per se, right? You're there testing to see, is this good, is this not good? You're pretty much trying to catch feedback. But in my case, to me, I already won because I want to do this out of, Being pissed, (laughs) I love it. I'm pissed about the situation. (laughs) I love it. And if I didn't do it anything, I would be pissed at myself. That's right. To me, it was already a winning. Anything from there would be like just golden, right? So when they nominated my short film that they for the uh, North Korea, South Korea, sorry, South Korea film festival was Pets Plus Mental Health, which is the short. Uh, one minute one long. minute, one.
1: yeah
0: um they were like wow we loved your film I and mean, we got so moved and it was just a minute we can believe it can we show i'm like yeah yeah uh, please do show i just don't have money to get you you know south korea mm-hmm. <laughs> part of your festival but please do show you know what i mean
1: absolutely
0: uh, so sorry i went completely off tangent no to- no 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 no, no. Uh, but, yeah, I was just thinking about if um, filmmakers are watching this and they want to you know if if they want to start doing this, I would suggest them to go to smaller film festivals it's uh it's the best way to go.
1: No, it makes sense. I make and it makes sense because you know what it's affordable and but if like you said, if you rise to the top, you're right, a lot more people are submitting their videos. I I never thought about that. It's true. Because if it's a lot of money, you know, you're probably competing against, you know, maybe a hundred, but this way it might be a thousand because it's a lot. No, it's totally right. I didn't see it that way, but that makes total sense. And I mean,
0: yeah, I got nominated in in India, in Colombia, uh, in the U.S. many times, um, in the U.K., Toronto, not Vancouver. Vancouver.
1: Come on, Vancouver. Come on, guys
0: not vancouver at all vancouver like no we are gonna ignore my co-host
1: you. is from vancouver i have friends in vancouver vancouver come on guys come on I this know. is ridiculous I
0: am my sister, you need to send me some good uh you know energy absolutely here. absolutely People this is ridiculous show myself, <laughs> you know yeah. uh,
1: i find i always found where you're from is who hates on you the most i don't know yeah. why i don't know why i have more love on my own podcast everywhere else uh, I, I, on on Apple Podcasts and all those other streaming cards, I, uh, streaming platforms, I do way better in the United States, even over uh, over down in in Europe, Canada. Eh, it's not so bad, but here where I'm from. It's like, and the thing, the funny thing is, I'll walk somewhere and they be like, "Oh, your podcast." I'm like, uh, "I know you don't watch it, and it's totally okay. We don't need to talk about it. I'm doing <laughs> fine everywhere else. It's just funny how people are. I find it's where you're from, people. You have to, but don't get me wrong. If you break free and make a big ass movie, all of a sudden they're gonna love you. All of a sudden, that's that's how your hometown works. It's it's a little strange. Oh uh,
0: no, and I mean, and I see that a lot because I mean, I'm part of different kinds of groups in Canada. Uh, I'm part of just. Um, Facebook uh, writers group, uh, okay, which is out of uh, I'm not gonna say because maybe they will block me after that. But
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> um, don't say
0: it. But I mean, I get so much um, hate mail. Oh my god! I wanted to
1: ask you about that. That's I'm happy. I'm happy you brought. I'm sorry. Let me take that. I'm not happy you brought that up. How do you deal with hate mail or terrible, stupid comments on social media? How do you deal Whoa. with
0: that? I would never expect that at all whatsoever, Why? because I mean, what's wrong with them? You, you put it on because you see the, those are your peers supposed to be your peers, write <laughs> <laughs> Like you write, they're, they're writers. They are not filmmakers. They're writers. That's what they do. They only write. Okay. The time. Um, and then when you put your stuff, your nominations and blah, blah, blah over there, they like, oh my god why is she showing this she shouldn't be showing this blah 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 i'm like who that she is i'm like what just lady who barely speaks english and i'm like oh my wow. God!
1: wow crazy
0: and then and then you start to realize that it's like you know what i understand that you can't you don't have perhaps the courage to put your writing oh. to your
1: I like because that. you
0: don't want to spend the time to learn how to do those things. Yeah. I don't know what is your deal. However, majority of them uh, were like men. Like I'm sorry, they were all men. They are all men. Yeah, yeah. Age of a certain skin color, which I'm not gonna say. Which <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody can think about. It. Uh, the you know the average, Her name is
1: John uh, and Steve. Yeah. <laughs> I'm
0: kidding, and then. They were all like, oh my God, what does she think she is? She shouldn't be posting this. I'm like, I'm sorry. Um, not it. sorry at all. Screw them. that. Okay, I work hard for it. I won nominations for it. I won awards for it. Deal with it. Oh man. I- Latina woman cannot win over our average Joe. Sorry, Joe.
1: Hey, what the hell's going on here? <laughs>
0: average steve like, I yeah yeah who grew up in canada no
1: nah, i'm canada, pretty canada, average don't worry about a
0: it <laughs> a woman who basically got herself into this industry uh and won awards oh my god no that's yeah, the end of the world yeah canada. we gotta
1: we gotta get rid of her she's, she's too much she's taking over
0: exactly and <laughs> Sorry, so should I just be quiet about and not talk about what's going on in my life? What like, about
1: what about social, like, other type of social? Like, do people, like, there's, you don't get me wrong, there's positive comments and everything, but there's also goddamn negative ones. How do you deal with that?
0: Well, you I much, still need
1: to fix that of me. I still need to.
0: I just ignore it. I ignore it. I just choose not to mingle with it, you know? Like, you know? This is your choice to say that, to have that opinion. And it is your right to have an opinion of thinking that my stuff sucks or the fact that I want to watch socks. That's your thing. It's yeah. so The ball is on your court regarding that. I cannot do anything about that. Right. So, yeah, I'm sorry that you didn't like it. Hopefully the next thing that I do, you will like it.
1: You know what yeah. I do? I'm petty. I'm very petty, okay? This is what I do. (laughs) I'm very petty. So on Instagram, when they write something back, I reply back. And if they reply back again, I try to video call them. But I have on the phone, I try to, you know, you can record the screen. Because I'm trying to get them to pick up the phone and talk shit with me so I can post it on my next podcast. I'm oh, trying, to, cool. trying to create content from. I'm like, <laughs> it's never worked. It's failed 100%. I get blocked immediately because they might be going, oh my God, this guy's actually calling me. <laughs> I'm
0: like, yeah.
1: because I think people tend to be brave behind a keyboard, a cell phone, uh, behind the internet uh, in a different city country that they tend to be a little bit brave you know i'm a very nice guy but i'm telling you if you were brave in front of me we would have an issue that's the difference i don't hide behind things i don't try to like i try like for for me from now on you've done my podcast i have your back 100 after this like whatever you have i'll be more than happy to promote it i want you to do well like i said you 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 seemed extremely talented in what you did i was like i'm intrigued into interviewing her But people tend to, they want to tear you down. They just, they just—they see something, ah, let's tear it down. They're miserable human beings. I'm still trying to cope with handling it a little bit better. But it's still tough. It's very tough. It's very tough. Because people don't need to say mean shit. If you don't like it, move on. There was a lady today on TikTok and she literally said, the power is in the viewer. If you don't like what I have, scroll up and it was it, it was simple she was 100% right and everyone needs should be on that tip don't bother saying anything just just go on but totally people are crazy
0: yeah i mean and it's people have their traumas or whatever are the traumas and they never doubt with it and then they see that as a trigger and that's how they react out of that trigger that's mm-hmm. what it is I'm learning a little philosophy or psychology or yeah, not. psychology and then i was like oh that's what this is all oh, the poor thing is suffering you know <laughs> that's how i see it i'm well, like
1: they like to call me like
0: out of something and that's a trigger for that i'm sorry that you are Doing. i get
1: the i always got what was what, what, one was something about oh you don't know what you're talking about old man and i'm like okay i'm old well, who gives a fuck? like and i'm like because you are gonna write back because you know everything kid and they blocked me after i replied called call me an old man i assume you're a kid because obviously I, I seem so much older than you and you then they blocked
0: what are you talking about I was just,
1: it's, it's just crazy. crazy it is crazy <laughs> I I do engage too much in it. And I think I tell that on the air too. So people tend to be like, let's poke him because he's all poked back. I got to stop doing that. I got to stop. But some of them just like, it's that one like, "Mm," you know?
0: Oh no, I know. I hear you. Sometimes it does hurt. And I'm not going to lie. It's sometimes you're like, ouch. (laughs) Because
1: my thing is, would you say that to me in front of my face? And if Mm. you weren't willing to say that in front of my face, don't say it on the comment that's just my rules if I said something somewhere and someone's like yo you would you say that in front of me yeah I probably would these people we know damn well they wouldn't but anyways let enough about these haters let them hate be miserable in your basement stay there I don't care but anyways you have done now you're a lead actress in a youtube series called holly north how did that all come about how did that all come together for you
0: Oh my God. I think um, my coworkers are watching this. Hey, (laughs) we love you guys long time. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, it was out of a post at um, Actors something. I can't remember. That is like a website that actors in Vancouver can look for listenings over there, Okay. roles. So I went, I never go to that website for some awkward reason. But that day I decided to go because, I don't know, I was like, oh, maybe I should book myself a role here or so, at least try to do an audition or something. And then I read the blurb of a just, you know, um, role. It was a Brazilian immigrant that came to Canada uh, trying to become an actress. I'm like, holy fuck, that's (laughs) I'm like, oh, what the hell? This is me here. I love it. I'm like, okay, I get get in touch with this person. Is this a
1: role or a documentary?
0: (laughs) I'm like, what the hell? Okay, so I'm going to get in touch with this person because that's the thing. The role that he was uh, looking for wasn't even the Brazilian lady coming to Canada anymore because he already had somebody for that. Oh, wow. He was looking for the other actor, which uh, is my roommate on the show. Yeah. Which, you know, she was like a Russian-ish like person uh, that was also trying as an immigrant that came to Canada to become trying to become an actress.
1: Stop so there for I a second. Like, you didn't you didn't kidnap the other lady so you could take this role, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> OK, I'm just checking. I Go ahead. Not,
0: no. I all right. It. All right. But I mean, and then I was like, OK, I got to get in touch with whoever this person that wrote this. Because I have to be involved in this show, I don't care how I'm no, gonna have to yes. be there. So, and then I contacted this person and I said, um, which is Clive, our lovely writer, producer, director, and everything else in between. The man is as talent uh, talented as it can get. Like he writes amazing stuff. So, then I'm like, okay, listen, I read your. Um, Your casting uh call here, and I'm really interested about it. I know you're not looking for the Brazilian one. I'm Brazilian though, but I would love to audition for your other part, your you know, Russian Mm -hmm. lady-ish part. Um, and then he's like, Can we get into a call tomorrow? So we got into a call the day after, and then I I told him, I said, dude, this is like amazing writing. That's the thing when you are an actor you always on the search for good writing because a lot of times you read stuff and it's pretty much the same old thing latina woman who is a prostitute latina woman who is a drug dealer you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like oh can we just play something else you know what i mean Be sound like I spoiled brat here, but <laughs> that's what I mean. That's why we need to diversify our writers, you know, people. Yeah, absolutely. Right, please, women, right. Okay. Um, so and then I I got in touch with him, and then we went on this call, and I said, Listen, can I just um audition for your other part here or any other part if you perhaps your brazilian uh, main lady have like a cousin that came to visit or whatever ah, it is. You i like that okay because i love your writing so much and uh and he's like okay sure thing and then later on um after a few weeks or so uh we got to talk again and then he's like you know what i think um The part with the Brazilian girl is not going to work out. Would you like to do the part? And I'm like, Holy Mother Jesus! Yes! Please! So So it worked out. I mean, of course, I had to do an audition for it because, you know.
1: So you you came as yourself?
0: Yeah. (laughs) 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 With a little, you know, a little moment. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I mean, it was just like, Amazing how things were just so interconnected. I truly think there was an interconnection going on behind the scenes. The universe, like, okay, Glazy, open that website on that day, that website that you never for opened. For
1: something, yeah, for something you never opened, exactly.
0: And wow. then check this out, and you're like, okay, and then you meet just people and you just get along with them like you just met them, but you feel like you know them forever, you know? And then like, okay, let's do this thing, you know? So amazing, amazing. It was that's just awesome. like, just like that.
1: That is, that's a good, that's just a good like story. That. That's a good fuel story. I like that. For the haters you know, that we were talking to about earlier, oh, screw no, you. No, <laughs> no. Just channel to the universe. People
0: so is this, is this
1: something they're planning on doing like a uh, seasons of or?
0: Well, yes. We yep. uh, we finished the first season. I mean, I think we did. Um, because the whole idea from the beginning was to make a short web series because you mm-hmm. span and whatnot. People watch, you know, doesn't want to sit down and watch something that is one hour, an hour and a half yep. kind of thing. Uh, and we thought that was a good thing to do, uh, short instead of long episodes. And then we... Um, You know, he already had his scripts already written down. But during this process of um, filming and um, doing my day-to-day job as well, because, you know, you have to work to pay your bills. That's right. (laughs) As, you know, in Canada, if you are an artist, well, you know, you have to have a second job. Okay. Oh, yeah. So um, then you're like, okay, uh, apply for funding, which is another thing as well. Well, CMF or Canadian Media, Media okay. Fund, um, supposed to be the one that's supposed to support, um, you know, producers, uh, local producers, yeah. to, you know, fund those things that are Canadian made uh, by Canadian actors because now I am a Canadian citizen. You know, I got my passport. Yay. There
1: you go. They're not trying gonna...
0: to. I have two passports now. Yay. You. Um, so. And, um, you know, applying for funding to try to do a second season. And um, I've been applying for funding, but we have not been successful so far because, as always, you know, that's the thing. Whoever applies for funding knows that. Uh, the funding always goes to the same people, you know. This, no wonder we never see anything different <laughs> on TV. If you ask why you it's don't true. see anything different, you see the same cop, kind of shows. Uh, You see the same gang leader kind of show. Oh, yeah. You see the same thing. That's why. Because the same writers, the same producers, the same directors get the money.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay?
0: Mm -hmm. So that is new stuff coming in the same actors playing this you know like dude yep. how we are to innovate how we are to bring new stuff to the table if we are doing the same things
1: but do you find that like uh for for the government funding for instance for instance do you find do you find that it should be more t- um geared towards newcomers or up and coming because i find like there used to be a thing called Video Fact, right? And this is where they used to make music videos for artists. And they used to tell, okay, apply for Video Fact for... So I used to own a music studio, right? So I used to tell the young guys, apply for this thing. And then I remember one time I turned it on at Nickelback, which is a big Canadian band. And when it's when I looked at their thing, you know, it said song, band, and it said Video Fact. So their stuff was even funded through our government, even oh, wow. though they were making tons of money off their albums. And I'm sitting there going... Well, what about the guy trying to come up? You've already there now. Like the, I don't think you need more funding. That's where I was just like, so in the, in this case, I think the funding should go towards a group like yours, and not towards these shows that already exist and already have you know an income and stuff, right? That that this is where the the gray area is a little mm, little fishy, we'll say.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. the same thing, my friend, because a lot of American productions get a lot of tax breaks and a lot of um, uh, support, government support, to have their productions filmed here in Vancouver, right? That's right. Which, which is okay, because it generates a lot of jobs, behind-the-scenes jobs, That's are, right. but they bring their uh, roles, their main lead uh, actors, actresses mm-hmm. from the U.S., so your tax money, it's paying for somebody else writing. All the major roles um, are Americans. The directors are Americans. The producers usually are Americans. The writers are Americans. Wow. So, okay, not saying that, you know, they shouldn't have all these tax breaks and whatnot, but can we also invest... In our local productions, in our local actors, in our local directors, for them to develop an industry here as well, which Mm -hmm. is, by the way, already proven to be very, uh, to have a very good financial feedback to the local economy. If I'm not wrong, for every dollar that you spend in the film industry as a tax break, you get $7 back. So, dude, for me, as a business person, this is a good deal. Okay? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So how about that? How about yeah. trying to give or support? Right. Let, let's not give. It is a, a two way road here.
1: Oh, so yeah, big time.
0: Support your local uh, artists to do what they love to do. Yeah. So they don't get themselves into, I don't know, mental health crisis because they cannot do what they love. They cannot pay their bills. Because mm-hmm. they can find jobs that they love to do. And meanwhile, you're spending all this cash with American productions. And
1: the Americans dollar goes further coming here too, right?
0: Yeah, and I mean, like I said, I have nothing against American productions. I think we could we were competent enough to do both. That's what I'm trying to say here. you well, know.
1: Do you know about the, our, our, our Canadian football teams, right? Did you know there's a certain amount of players have to be Canadian on this team? Did you know that? Yes. There's a certain amount of Canadians that have to be on the team, and there's a certain amount of Canadians that have to be on the field also. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if they could still put the same rule in the movie industry, being like, Mm. okay, you got your lead actor, I get it, it's whoever, but, like, the people back there, and then maybe the fifth role, you know what I mean? Maybe there should be a percentage of Canadian actors that should be, if you're filming here in, in Canada, that should be implemented in helping out, you know,
0: yeah, they're I mean, Curtis, yeah. they do have that, they do have uh regulations on that, and hence the reason why the excuse of these productions ah. is pretty much uh coming to Canada because they're gonna get majority of the crew here. Mm-hmm. That That is that is assured, and then a few roles that have a liner or two liners, yeah, uh, yeah, that maybe the, may the Starbucks guy the next uh. <laughs> episode or not, um, will be a Canadian dude or a girl or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, it, it's like I said, I think that that is a space for everybody. That's what I'm trying to say, because we have a lot of talent in this oh. town here. We have a lot of talent, a lot of amazing crew, amazing actors in this town um, that can do the same jobs as Americans can do. Yeah. So, meanwhile, they can continue getting their funding, you know, uh, and and also their tax breaks from Canadian Medium fund. But get the money or at least half of that $7. I don't know, like put, put in $4 on a bank account that have some interest. Uh, and then, you know, give that, to, that. to local producers, local, you know, yeah, yeah. so we can start to create just, you know, uh, industry, just local industry. And we can finally have money to do our things.
1: You know what? I think the people that I've interviewed on the podcast, we should all be in part of parliament because I think we have better ideas than some of our own government. <laughs> don't tell you that.
0: <laughs> I think because they don't go out so much. They don't check the bus. They don't check the uh, country. They're too
1: rich to care about the others. That's you know, not... They don't
0: go to the grocery store um, trying to look for uh, organic rice that is cheaper than the other organic <laughs> <ranch. Not laughs> like, like To me, a politician has to no, has to fill in their pockets
1: exactly what um, it needs
0: to be. Uh, Canadian, these days, yeah, here, here. How
1: do you you like this? You like paying this? No, okay, neither do we. Exactly.
0: <laughs> All right,
1: I want to play a quick game with you, so it's going to be sure. one or the other. I have uh, we have five of them, we have uh, some of that are actors and some that are actual directors. So the first one will be is it Martin? Who's better? Who do you think is better in your opinion? Because you're the one that. You know, plays uh he wear many hats, you're a part of the field. So Martin Scorsese or Quentin Tarantino?
0: Martin Scorsese.
1: You know what? I have to I have to agree with that too. Not yeah. that I don't like Quentin Tarantino stuff, but if I had to pick, yeah. Robert De Niro or Denzel Washington?
0: Denzel. All yeah. of Denzel. Yep, totally.
1: Was there, was there a one specific movie that you saw Denzel in and you're like, whew, I'm impressed with this?
0: I wish I could recall names. of It's funny because I watch all these films, but I never remember the names. I'm the but worst I mean, too. It was the one that he won the Oscar for it. I mean, the guy's just, dude, he goes yeah. so deep on it that you're like, holy when he
1: played that, uh, people are going to kill me on this show, when he played that cop. Remember that one? And he was that yeah. crooked cop and you're like, woof yeah.
0: He could be nasty. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then, then, you, see, he, then he you, you see him
1: in a so Disney movie. Pretty,
0: right? And like, wow. Yeah. Ouch.
1: Then I saw him in a Disney movie and he was a coach. And I'm like, damn, this guy's good.
0: <laughs> wow. Yeah, he's he's amazing.
1: So Julia Roberts or Sandra Bullock?
0: Sandra. Sandra Bullock. Oh, man, totally, Sandra. I mean, Julia is nice, too. I love Julia, but if I have to decide between one or the other, I would say Sandra.
1: <laughs> Sandra, yeah. No, I um, it's it's funnier, because I, I always tell, I always compare her to other types of women. I said, she's one of those women, for some odd reason, has gotten more beautiful over the years. Yeah. I'm always like, how are, like, you'd see what an older movie, you're like, you're more beautiful now than you were in Speed when you showed up. You know what I mean? I'm like, wow. No, she definitely does a great job. Now the other one will be two comedians: Jim Carrey or Adam Sandler.
0: Jim Carrey, all the way. Really, the man yeah. is a philosopher.
1: Yeah, and you know what? He played more. He does. He he played some crazy roles. The Andy Kaufman show. You know, he was in character the whole time while he filmed that. He he does he does yeah yeah you know what okay you're right I have yeah. to agree.
0: I mean, because he's not just uh, a comedian. He. He is a human being, amazing human being. I mean, for the stuff that I see anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. But I mean, he seems to be an amazing human being. And I mean, I don't think, I think, yeah, you can do your acting like Denzel, you know but continue to be a great human being as well. You don't need to be an He's ass He's down
1: to earth. Yeah. You
0: know what I mean? Yeah. Like you don't need to be an ass. Don't you get can-
1: me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Jim Carrey's first movie pet detective. I was very young. I'm at the movie theater. The whole place is laughing. But me, I I didn't get that humor. Mm. I like comedy, but that one was like, so. for me, it almost started off on the wrong foot with him. But then there was other films and other stuff that I was like, Oh, okay. This is funny. Kate, okay, you're really good at this. You're actually a good actor. So at first I at first he left me a sour taste. I was the, the the pet detective. oh i couldn't I couldn't take it. The whole place was laughing. I thought I was crazy. I was like, oh, maybe I am crazy. Who knows? Who knows This but podcast just- is borderline therapy for me, so.
0: Yeah, Adam Sandler, I think he plays basically the same character. It's just a copy-paste, copy-paste, sorry, Adam Sandler, but I know you. Yes, when you oh,
1: look, you look at Billy Madison that. and those other characters with that same type of voice, um, he threw thing. me off in that movie Click, the one with the remote, the, the TV remote, you know, mm. I got a little bit, and he got a little sad, you know, in his family. I was like, oh, I didn't see, didn't think he had that side. Uh, the new one was, I think, Hustle with the, with, he's a basketball coach. I liked it. But then again, he's a matured actor, right? But mm-hmm. you're right. His, him, his, his growth was the exact same character. Funny part is, I rewatched those movies lately and I can't even believe I liked them at one point. <laughs> but then again, maturity level, right? Yeah. I was dumb and mature. Well, this, this was fantastic. So, <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Got one more Steven Spielberg or James Cameron? oh these are hard. two juggernauts here
0: i that's a hard one i i would pick both but i mean uh cameron i guess james cameron because he's also a geek i mean i think they're both geeks but james cameron i think he's a bit more risky
1: you oh, know yes yes
0: he takes more risks and uh who is not to admire risk taker right
1: it, to be the best you have to you know and he's if you actually look um I think it's in the top 10 gross movies, most made. He's in there six times, I think, in the top 10. I checked out one time, one podcast. I was like, holy smokes, holy smokes, holy shit, he's here again, like I was in shock how well he's done with his movies.
0: Is he Canadian? Yes. He is, He is, oh. he is. Here we go, you He know. Is.
1: I um, wasn't trying to be biased, people. I wasn't mentioning it on the show. Didn't him, on. I didn't even know that. Jim Carrey's so. Canadian too, just throwing out there. Um,
0: here we go yeah Uh, and hopefully well you know we wish that all these famous people would come back here i'm like hey let's uh warm it up the industry here too you know
1: our our taxes our taxes are killer right our taxes are killer pay
0: forward pay forward people
1: it is it is killer all right so i have another one it's 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 no there's no pick or i want you to tell me which one's your favorite and why so i want to want to start with your favorite director
0: Oh boy, Uh, Wes Anderson, I think. And uh, mainly because his movies are so out there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I like stuff that is different. I don't like the copy and paste stuff. I'm sorry, I just don't. I'm tired of seeing the same thing over and over. And I always go back to the same thing because he's also a writer. I think a writer uh, uh, can do anything. Can be a director, can be a producer, can be an actor, a writer. Dude is the jam of the
1: jam and the guy mm-hmm. is the jam. Mm-hmm. Now, my next question was writer. Do you know that? Do you know who writes these movies? Because you like, for instance, like um when I owned a music studio, right, I was more uh, in depth of not the artist, but who produced, who mixed it, because if no one the studio, you start to know more about the actual song itself. Right. So me, I could say I don't really know any writers, but. Do you have a favorite writer a favorite movie script or TV show type of writer,
0: you know, and I know people are gonna bash me for it But the barbie I uh, script a jam
1: Oh, i've never watched it
0: jam-packed the writing is just amazing Don't go watch the film because it's a barbie film because yeah go for the goddamn writing dude that woman is a genius Grit Greta, I can't pronounce her last see, name. Again,
1: again, see, not enough credit, right? Like just like we mentioned earlier.
0: She is oh my god, she she just made that thing. She made that whole movie was her. She wrote the script and she directed. And I I was just blown away by her writing. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, That's yeah. I, mean. I love it. I
1: love it because you're seeing it from another view again, right? So I love it. So when you appreciate something, you appreciate it a lot more than someone else would right so that's cool now my next one it's the actor and actress who's your favorite actor and who's your favorite actress
0: wow okay I'm gonna go Viola Davis all the way because I mean dude that woman that woman is deep genius she is that's what she born to do Mm -hmm. I'm sorry I'm sorry all other things that she might wanted to do in life
1: (laughs) (laughs) She's listening to the podcast, like, well, no, that's "Oh my god!
0: <laughs> oh, you know, I bow to that woman any time of the day. She is amazing. Viola Davis is my jam. Okay, <laughs> my wanna be one day, perhaps. You know, like, yeah, this is, this is it for me. And after, I would say Denzel. I, I, like I said, the man is just." I, how can you not like Denzel Washington acting? <laughs> it's just not possible. It's just not, the man is just genius. He's genius. His
1: son is doing well too. His yeah. son. Yeah, like, and I, when I watched and it's good, it was kind of good because like when I was watching, he was on the show Ballers and stuff and I'd watch him and I was like, oh, this guy's a good actor. And they're like, that's Denzel's son. I was kind of happy I didn't know it was at first. I didn't want to criticize him. I didn't want to judge him. I didn't want to overwatch him. You know what I mean? Like, oh no, no. His, his dad's a great actor. Did they just throw him in this role? You know how people think that way? You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, yeah. it was nice to see his his movies and then find out who his dad was. I, I I appreciated it better that way. His son's doing really well. But Denzel, yeah, definitely a great actor. Uh anyone that could be versatile and have you believing. Um, you mentioned earlier uh the eyes. You know what I mean? There's I don't know if you ever saw this, this show. There was a show called, um, was it called Gladiator? I think it was called Gladiator. And it's, it's like it was like the Roman Empire type of thing and he gets kidnapped, whatever. The original, and the real actor in real life died and they replaced him for the last season. And the guy did a good job. But if you rewatch the first season of the original guy, I've never saw a guy made you feel and say so much without saying nothing. His face his love for his wife that got taken, that look, and you're like, oh, my God. You're like, that's an actor. Like, like he didn't say anything, but for some reason he said a thousand things to me. You know what I mean? I was like, wow, you're great. They got the other guy. The other guy was, was okay. But unfortunately, you had to live up to the other, but the other guy passed away, you know? And and that's what he and Denzel has that look, too. He, he says so much by saying so little. So that's, that makes a great actor, for sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, no wonder we've been doing auditions today, these days on camera, like here. And the first thing they say is that you're you get a look at the camera, your eyes have yeah. to be looking straight right at in, yeah. Because the psychology, if I may understand this, the acting side of things is that human beings, um, have a different kinds of communication that are not just verbal, very right. True. Your eyes, uh, the way how they behave, it is also a form of communication. Even though we are not hearing anything unconsciously, we understand that message. That's right. And those are the best actors.
1: That's right. That's right. I couldn't agree with you more. It's so true. All right. Next question. Your favorite movie. I. Oh.
0: Gone with the Wind.
1: Gone with the Wind? I never watched it.
0: The longest freaking movie on the face of the planet.
1: <laughs> I, don't think,
0: I don't think it's the longest, but it's pretty long. It's pretty
1: long. Yeah, for sure it is.
0: Yeah. And I mean, it—it it is just because it's such a classic. And I remember watching this when I was a young girl on my mom's lap. I was just lying on the couch and my head was on her lap. Uh, and um, she was just patting my hair. And we were watching that movie about this... Such a um, out there woman, so out of that era that she was in. She was so independent. She was just such a doer. Yeah. And for that era that she was playing on that character, that movie was in. Um, it was just to me was such an inspiration. It's like I want to be her. Yeah. I want to be a doer. I want to be that. Like I am telling shit. I'm doing shit. And there's the a
1: movie that motivates you. That's a movie for yeah. sure.
0: Me, as a young girl, was it. And I mean, it's such a classic film, you know? It, even though, in the end, the story was about a romance in between her and somebody else. Yeah,
1: like, yeah, but still, there's still... They're, you
0: know.
1: Okay, I'm gonna tell you the exact same movie in a, a, in a complete different type of movie. Rocky. Mm. A, a nobody off the street that gets a shot. He does the best he can. He falls in love with a girl. See, you know what I mean? Completely mm. different. Pretty much the same type of movie, right? So, like, you're just watching this guy, this nobody off the street, gets given a chance. He has to fight his heart out. He doesn't even win the fight at the end. But oh, if, we, if, you t- if you tell people, that, some people right argue with you that he did. But really, he never because of how the movie actually he actually did win because he got ahead and he got a girl and he's not he did well. He did a lot better than he expected, but he didn't win the fight. But some people forget that he lost. But it's a cool movie so that one for me being a young it's one of those movies if i catch it on tv i'm probably gonna leave it on and watch it from wherever it's at to the end it's one of those that i catch so i'm like and i'm sitting there going it's nothing special you know what i mean it still has it's still, it still looks dark but i don't know I, I like i like it that's one of my favorites
0: and you know i think it was filmed here in bc oh no sorry that was that was ramble sorry was oh not- ramble yeah, Rumble was filmed here. That's his other
1: movie. It's the same. Yeah, no, that's something, something
0: else. Sorry, sorry.
1: He retired from boxing and start using machine guns. You know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so your favorite TV show?
0: Oh boy, Holly North.
1: <laughs> yes, 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 yes.
0: Holly North, funny, fun, short. Uh, you know, you guys, you
1: guys killed me with the cookie jar. You know that, eh? Oh
0: man. You guys she's killed stressed out, you know, go that, watch that it.
1: cookie jar when you're like, we both have to go in here. And she's like, it's one at a time. And you're like, no. And they're like, what do you mean it is? And then you pop, pop that thing out. I died. I was like, okay, <laughs> that's good. It's good. I got it. I got caught on that one. Because even I was like, what do you mean you both have to go in there? <laughs> I know,
0: right?
1: If oh, I'm man. asking questions and then you guys fool me on it. It's really good.
0: And I mean, we had to eat so many cookies on that day, so, <laughs> <laughs> which was like, "Oh wow, how bad that day can be!" You yeah. eat cookies, so yeah, cookies. you know. So,
1: what's next for you? What what, 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 You know, what? What's your bucket list? What else do you have lined up for yourself?
0: I have like a lot of scripts that are in need of funding. Uh, hello, Canadian Media Fund. Look at this lady here. Yes, <laughs> lots of great scripts. Uh and I really would like to also continue doing the second season of um Holy North. So we might, if we don't get any funding from any one of those uh agencies, uh government agencies, we might be going uh try to look for, you know, GoFundMe, oh, yes, yes, yes kind of thing. So that's something that we've been thinking about it in doing it because. We got a lot of uh, good feedback, you know. Um, even though there was not as many as I wish, <laughs> you know, because a lot. Of, I think a lot of people they watch, but they don't really spend the time to comment or share or you know like. It is.
1: It is very bad. People are very. I am. I've learned in the last year. Um, I'm the guy now that goes out of my way to like. And also, I try. Even if I had a good restaurant or anything, I like to put good reviews. Now, I need right? things need to shift. You cannot just always post something negative. Oh, I'm mad. This sucks. No, no, no. If it's good, you have that good vibe. Put that out there too. You're absolutely right. The sharing, the like button, the subscribe. People need to just. I know it's a little lazy, and you know people. There's no excuse. Click on the button. Subscribe, guys. It's it's that simple.
0: Yeah, you know, and I mean, like. Like you, you do your thing here, you know your show, and that that goes a lot of work, you know. If you're not paying the guy, at least give him a like, dude. At least subscribe his channel, you know, and that's gonna be helpful. Absolutely. that way, the uh, YouTube is going to put your show out there more often for other exactly. people to find exactly. your show. Mm-hmm. So, people do like right now. Right now. they
1: <laughs> <laughs> Like so and subscribe. subscribe yes,
0: subscribe, yes. Subscribe, share I, with your friends, you know.
1: I have your link tree in the descriptions, by the way. So, if anybody wants to follow you or check out Holly North, uh, click on her link tree. It's in the descriptions so have that on all the descriptions uh they're also feel free to listen to us on spotify apple Podcasts, all major streaming platforms and the links are on there too on this on this episode um you know what man i have to admit it is a breath of fresh air i'm so happy to have you on maybe the next time you want to come on and we want to uh, rip out uh, rip, rip apart the government and get an episode off the air let me know i'm here that's i don't mind
0: you know i don't mind I would love to do that too. Oh my God. All right. You
1: know, we'll set something up. We'll, we'll set something up. I'll get Soraya to be a part of it. And then, uh, yeah. And then, uh, you know, I'll wear a referee shirt, though. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to pretend that I'm I'm a liar. I I, I dig to it. I, if you listen to some of the episodes, some of the stuff I say is so outrageous. It's so funny because sometimes they judge me off a clip, right? They'll see a clip of something stupid I said or I was out, ah, letting out. And, and then they meet me. and They're like, you're so nice. And I'm like, well, wh- why, why wouldn't I be they're like, well, we saw that <laughs> clip. I'm like, come on. That's just. This is my therapy. That's all it is, you know? Aww. And in your case, I have so many questions. I had so many questions. Acting, producing, how do you get this done? I, I I'm Nine out of 10 times I do an interview, it's more of my, out of my curiosity of learning and wanting to know what's going on. And like I said, now that we're friends and connected, uh, please be come back on the podcast. If you have anything to share, don't be shy. We're, love- all, we're all here. Thank you so much. Guys, thank you for listening. Have yourself a great weekend.
0: And uh, we'll catch you next week. Bye.